The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Hello. No, 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 not yet. Uh-oh. Wait for the music. Jeez, AK. Wait for the music? Now, no, the music. now, 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 now you can start, AK. Casey, we're live now. Are we live now, Casey? We're, yes, we're live now. Jeez. Casey, count no, me in. We're live, pal. Casey, count me in. Okay. Oh, we're live. In three, oh, two. Oh, hello, everyone. Oh, and live. Okay, well, we are live, pal. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining the UC Vegas 26 Rodriguez versus Watterson preview show. You coming in a little hot. Uh, I will be hosting today. This is it is I, Alexander K. Lee, uh, joined, of course, by the always wonderful Jose Youngs. Am I wonderful? Always. Am I wonderful? Perpetually, perpetually delightful. Jose Youngs. Delightful. I've never been called delightful in my life, but sure. And the the and the best producer in the biz in the truck on the ones and twos. E.K. Slide. Why are you Look lying to people, Ooh. okay? But, Focused. I never lie to people. I love your Graceland shirt. I know. It is pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually go to Graceland. I, I, I got this out because it cost like 30 bucks, and but the, but the, but the, there was a resale shop across the street, and I got this for like $2, so I win. Don't tell people that. I have so many shirts with like countries and stuff that I've never been to. On. I'm, a, I'm a crazy poser. I just wouldn't let people know. Uh, I'm sure some of you are wondering, where is Mike Heck? Mike Heck usually handles the hosting for these preview shows. He is on site in luxurious and glamorous Uncasville, Connecticut, uh, hanging around the Mohegan Sun Arena. He has been covering Bellator 258, Bellator 258 all week, very uh, stacked card, and Mike Heck's been there doing all kinds of coverage. If you're looking for a Bellator preview, that show is happening today, but if you want to catch up, there's still time. Uh, Mike did a preview show with Josh Thompson the other day. You guys should check that out on MMAFlighting.com and on our YouTube. But today, boys, we are talking about uh, a card. This is a card. As you guys know, I like to say, this is a card on Saturday. Uh, it's a 10-fight card now. 
we had some complications this morning at the official weigh-ins. We've had a couple of fight cancellations just to update people. Uh, Felipe, uh, Ben Rothwell versus Felipe Linz will not be happening according to the UFC. Linz was not medically cleared to compete. That's a, that was a preliminary bout. That is gone. And uh, Ryan Benoit and Zaruk Adeshev has also been canceled. Benoit came in three pounds over the flyweight limit, could barely stand on the scale. And you can find that video really everywhere, but definitely check out MMAfighting.com. We have all the coverage there. Uh, so he he couldn't stand up. They took him off the stage for a minute. He came back shortly after. They let him weigh in. He was three pounds over. You know, I guess they wanted to at least hope maybe the fight could be kept together. But uh, according to uh, Mark Ramadi at ESPN, he was later taken to the hospital. So that fight was obviously canceled. So uh, we're down to a 10-fight card, six-fight main. And I mean, you know, we're not... There's, there's some. I think there's a lot of compelling fights left, but uh, considering all the other stuff that's happened to the card, of course, Diego Sanchez was uh, originally supposed to co-main event against Don Cerrone. We all know what's going on with that drama. And uh, TJ Dillashaw and Corey Sanhagen, the original main event, uh, was was canceled uh, some time ago. Uh, postponed, postponed, I should say, some time ago. So, Jose, I'm going to ask you because you have you have the best memory with these things. Scale of one to ten, uh, how 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 cursed is this card relative to some other? <laughs> You know, that's, cursed, such a ne- that's, such a that's such a negative. That's such a no, no, no. You, you can go one to ten. How blessed is this card? And we would have said like a two, you know. But <laughs> that's so you, worse. You're, you're, that's worse. But you still you you frame it so negative. It's, it's be like, cap, I didn't. You're I captain never positivity. Something negatively. Jose is a real jerk. I have to be on with him. When I ask a question. So this is a real question. Jose. one to ten. How cursed is this card compared to some other cursed UFC cards? Uh, there were a lot of obviously really cursed ones for the Apex cards, like near the beginning of this whole pandemic era. I, they kind of all blend together for me. But like, remember, like I, I can't remember. I maybe the Anthony Smith one was pretty cursed. I think that might have had like nine or ten fights by the end of it. I know UFC one seventy seven uh, has famously been referred to as the most haunted card. I think that's how they phrased it. Uh, that was obviously supposed to be TJ Dillashaw, Hennem Barrow, too. And the co-main event, I believe, was uh, Demetrius Johnson and Chris Carriasso. And then Hennem Barrow obviously fell out like the day of the fight or like the day before. Uh, and Juan Soto got bumped up to the the title fight. Anthony Burchak uh, eventually got pulled. Demetrius Johnson and Chris Carriasso, I think, got bumped to 178, which is supposed to be John Jones, D.C. Uh, but then obviously that fell out or John Jones, Gustin, DC, one of those was something were in there. And then DJ, DJ Carriasso headlines that very stacked card and everyone left for the main event, if you uh, don't remember. And then Cejudo, I think Scott, Scott Jorgensen was supposed to be on that. I think Henry Cejudo pulled out. This is when he was kind of having uh, issues making way. I think Justin Edwards and Yancy Medeiros were tied to that. Uh, Ruslan Magomedov was tied to that. Uh, there was a whole bunch of cards that fell out. And I believe... Danny Castillo and Tony Ferguson, which was an early prelim fight, maybe even a Facebook prelim, got bumped up to the co-main event after all of the the tomfoolery that happened on that card. So in recent memory, I think that's the most haunted, but you can put this one right up there with it. It's just the fact that there were no title fights that fell out. Uh, I think don't put it at the top. This is true. Fair point. I'm looking at uh, hypology right now, just referring to some of the things that fell out. Uh, Holly Holm, Juliana Pena was apparently originally scheduled for this car, so that got moved. That fight uh, sucked. If, if I did not get moved, if I got scrapped, got moved, bro. Juliana Pena? Scrap, no, aren't they, it's been rebooked. Juliana Pena? Who's she fighting next? Juliana Pena's Ho- fighting Amanda Ho- Nunes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They they literally just announced that. To, that's what I was thinking of. I saw the announcement on the UFC social media today. I just was thinking of Julie. Okay, yeah. No, that hey, Jose, my, uh, Mike, Mike Heck doesn't mess up like this. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. But they, Mike you know, Heck I, can I, also I like Mike Heck. Look, AK, you should listen. go find a uh, hairbrush too. Mike, no, 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 no. This is this is this is, this is all real. This oh, is the okay. real man. 
you're seeing here. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Flick, Francisco Figueredo was supposed to happen. Jimmy Flick retired. I wouldn't call that curse. I'd call that a good decision on, on Jimmy Flick's part. So never really know, <laughs> nothing wrong there. And uh, uh, Roxy, forgot Roxy was supposed to fight in this card. Roxanne Modafferi and Talos Santos. And uh, that was curse because uh, Roxy Whoa. did suffer a knee injury and, and couldn't be I do a while, so. I do want hold on. I do want to add. You got to add UFC 223 to the cursed cards list. That was the uh, Dolly Gate uh, with Habib, Connor, Ally Quinta, Paul Felder, all those cats. What's the, what's the what's the, fight? Can yeah? Can you give a number one to ten? Could, could you for this card? Is it possible to for this card? Give a, mm, quantify. Maybe a seven, just because there were really no there were really yeah. no title fights. Like there were obviously awesome fights that fell out, but. The two pay-per-views I mentioned had like really high-level title fights that we lost out on. Uh, so I would probably say this would be like a seven or I would put it a seven. Hey, TJ Dillashaw right. never never actually he never lost his belt. It was taken away by the this man. True. So um <laughs> I think he forfeited it. I mean, it was gonna be t- he's like he's like Nixon. He resigned. Yeah. He was not impeached, he resigned. Yeah. yeah. Uh Casey, what's the what's like the weirdest uh you know that you can recall maybe not the weirdest but just recall the top of your head. you've been to so many events i know obviously we haven't had a chance to in like the last year but weirdest kind of you know missing out on a bunch of fights and uh well that you were there in person. cursed um i mean there's a lot of cursed ones uh uh off re- it's just my recent memory just being on location um i remember i was in san jose when uh uh, Matt, Matt Mitrione got kidney stones like the morning of the fight or the afternoon of the fight before he's supposed to fight Fedor the first time in San Jose. Oh. And literally, like as we're going to the arena, we find out that that main event is off. Fedor versus Matt Mitrione. <laughs> and so me and um, our former um, MMA fighting colleague Esther Lynn, we just we interviewed fight we interviewed fans outside going, "Oh, did you know?" And they were like, "What? <laughs> Can we get refunds?" So uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, there's lots of little, there's lots little, of bad ones, but yeah, I love that. Has to do a little man on the street. Con- do you still talk to Esther? Do you still talk to Casey? Do you still talk to? No, her? she no, she she. You, have you lost touch with her? We lost touch. Yeah, she, she's farewell. You know, she's doing okay. Future, yeah, happy future endeavors. Whatever. You know, you know. <laughs> I messaged her the other day. She's doing okay. She, I, I know you don't care, but she's doing all right. Yeah, she's yeah, doing right. Why are you why are you messaging her, man? <laughs> why what are you doing? <laughs> She was asking about you. <laughs> she was asking Casey. You know, she was asking about, me? Asked about Casey. It was super awkward. Uh, okay, guys, let's talk about the fights that we do have. Like you said, uh, Casey, we I could have framed this as how blessed are we still to have some of the fights. I mean, not to mention how blessed are we to actually have this card still happening because we were kind of at the beginning of the week because the UFC seemed so intent on having uh, Michelle Watterson and Marina uh, Rodriguez be the main events. And that fight was not announced until I think Monday afternoon, Monday evening. We were like, are they just not going to have the card? Even though they had Cerrone, you know, they could have plugged Cerrone in there. Hashtag Neil on Neil, of course, which they could have put in the main events. Uh, we thought maybe one of the, we thought maybe they could have bumped, I don't know, Ben Rothwell and Linz to the, you know, from the prelims, to the main event, obviously that's not even, that's not even happening now. Um, but yeah, we do have ourselves a card. Again, as we like to call it, and we have ourselves. I think what I, what I think is, is, is a solid event, and I'm glad it's a flyweight. But uh, Jose, I'll go back to you. How excited can you be about a card like this when it's so like I would say haphazardly handled as far as like advertisement and like hype goes? I mean, it's 
it's rough because now now the UFC needs to save all these high level fighters for these big pay per views that they want right. to hold in these in these big markets. So it's not like you can get these last minute opponent changes and this and that. So it is what it is. This is what you get. It's all duct taped together, like kind of threw together Marina and Michelle Waterson. They threw together the basically the top four fights were not as advertised. Pretty much the only one we still have is Neil on Neil. Fingers crossed that still happens. And oh even then, some of the fights uh, like. I was really excited for Carlos Fajeda versus Gregor Gillespie. And then I got like my heart skipped a beat when Carlos Fajeda came in, what, like four, five pounds overweight. So I was like, well, yeah, that fight's canceled too. That has to be canceled by now. I doubt the Las Vegas commission will allow that to happen, but they did 30% goes to Gregor Gillespie. So at least that fight uh, is still together. But yeah, this is a, uh, it's an interesting card for, it is a card, not the best card. And Unfortunately, as has been the case with the UFC programming, they are being counter-programmed by a highly anticipated boxing match between yes. Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders. So uh, if you are uh, a fight fan and you want to watch a fight, I imagine you're going to want to watch that fight. But if you're just an MMA fan, this is a fight. <laughs> this is a fight card. Great. <laughs> the top two no. fights still interest me. It's just not as advertised. Sure. Sure, there's some competition. Casey, we've kind of we've kind of known that this fight was in the works since the Dillashaw Sanhagen uh, fight was announced as being postponed. We we knew this was targeted the, the main event they wanted. It didn't get resolved for uh, for a variety of reasons until Monday. What's your anticipation level for this fight? I, it's a super high level fight. At strawweight fight just happening at 125. Um, I give this a solid. I don't know six, and that's a good number. Out for of me. is that is that out of ten or is that out, out of six 10. out of one? six out of ten. <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying, you know, we this need card is again. blessed of a six. How about that? Oh, how nice! I mean, no, I, I, I like it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not big into Cerrone, Moreno, Morano, Moreno, Morano. How do you Morano. say that? Morano, Morano. Oh yeah, Morano. Morano has the co-main, but you know, people like Don Cerrone, so cool. You know, whatever. Neil, Neil's awesome. Um, yeah, I am bummed about the Ferreira weight miss because um, it seems significant. So I don't know if we're getting the best Diego Ferreira. Um, who knows what happened with his weight cut. But I'm um, excited to see Gregor Gillespie actually get back in there. You know, I was super excited for him versus Brad Riddell. But, you know, we know what happened there. And I guess they couldn't re- they, re- they decided to rebook him with different people now. Um, he was Angela Hill. I love this fight. It's the battle of the best laugh <laughs> in all of sports. So um, whoever wins, the f- whoever loses the fight, isn't allowed to laugh for the rest of the year or something like that. I think that was Boys. in the contract. Uh, freaking Phil Hawes is fighting. Boys, we're gonna break. Hold on, we're oh, going. I mean, I mean it's a good down. card. It's a good card, I, man. It's I love. A good card. That's I what love I'm the enthusiasm. I, love, I, I enjoy the card. The idea of canceling the card I thought here, was ridiculous, especially if oh, no fans. They don't have tickets to sell. So I mean, if Mike were here, if Mike were here. He would tell you guys to slow down. We'll talk about the rest of the fight. I, I love the enthusiasm. We're going to break it down a little more. I want to talk about a little, the main event a little bit more before we move on. Uh, this might seem maybe, maybe I don't know, looking too far ahead. But I mean, considering that uh, Rodriguez, I think is, you know, I think they view her as a pretty legitimate uh, legitimate contender. Watterson, obviously, one of the veterans of the game. has been around forever. We've kind of had this shakeup at the top of 115. Uh, we don't know, obviously, what they're going to do with Rose. I, I would assume, I would hope not an immediate rematch, but it's certainly in the cards. Do you think uh, that there are title title implications in Saturday's fight? Uh, and and who gets closer um, with a win? Like, a, a, yeah, who, 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 who can benefit more from a win? I'll go to you first, Casey. Waterson or uh, Rodriguez? Um, 
I think that's why this card overall, I think of every fight night card, we kind of want that one fight that would decide the next challenger for the belt. I think that's what this card's missing, you know, because obviously Sanhagen, um, Dillashaw, the winner would pop the belt. Last week we had Yeri, Dom, and Dom Reyes, and the winner most likely fight for the belt. There's nothing on this card that suggests that the winner of any of these fights will be fighting for the belt next. But in the main event, I do think, actually, I think, for, I think really it's, I hate, I, I don't want to do a Dana thing, but, um, Whoever wins more impressively, you know, if Marina like just like rolls over Watterson, then I think Marina's just like one fight away, you know, or she'll be fighting like she can, she may be fighting Andrade next if Andrade comes back down or basically a top five fighter. And if Watterson wins, you know, I think the UFC has been, you know, just begging, trying to get Watterson a title fight forever. And uh, if she, you know, finishes Marina impressively, I could see her being that one fight away. But. There's nothing I don't think either of these women can do tomorrow night, you know, that will give them a direct title shot after that. I like that. Jose, what's your take on it? Yeah, I would agree. It would really depend on uh, who wins and how they – like, obviously, it matters who wins, but it matters how they win for sure. Because let's not forget, uh, Amanda Hebos, if she had beaten Marina Rodriguez on Fight Island, like, she would probably be, like, on the short list for next title shot at 115 because of just how much the UFC machine was behind her. But – Marina, uh, Marina Rodriguez stopped her in round two. And for a division, uh, like obviously we saw Rose uh, Namunas get the head kick knockout, but women's strawweight doesn't get a lot of violent finishes. So when you do, you remember what they are. And if and I think that fight against Angela between Michelle Waters and Angela Hill was really was an awesome high-level martial arts competition. Obviously, a lot of people think Angela Hill won that fight, but she didn't. She got the L, uh, and it was a split decision. And obviously... If Marina Rodriguez coming off a TKO win over the the next big thing at 115 is a much bigger deal than pulling off a split decision in a high level fight in the in the fans' eyes and definitely in the UFC's eyes. So uh, if Marina goes out there and stops Michelle Waterson like she did to Amanda Hebos, that will just catapult her up the rankings. I would imagine because her only loss is to Carla, who a lot of people kind of even Rose said if she beats Yan Nan, is probably going to fight for the title next, or if Yan wins, uh, she'll fight for the title. Like if the champion has that fight circled, you know that that that's a big deal. So uh, yeah, I if Mar- it, it would it really just depends on how 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 they win. I agree with Casey. Yeah, so so there is some potential here, about as much much potential as you can have for a main event that was announced in less than a week and also is taking a place at a weight class that is the fighters normally classes but uh, guys it's pick time so uh i'll go back to you first who wins it who wins the main event on saturday uh this is tough it is oh man i don't know i truly honestly don't know i think marina i've said it for a long time i think is a future title challenger Uh, i i really like michelle watterson as a fighter and a person i just think like looking back i know she's lost to rose tisha joanna carla she's pretty much only lost to champions or you know Longtime vets of the sports like Tisha Torres. So I lean towards Marina. I think she hits harder. I think Michelle Watterson might obviously be the more technical kickboxer uh, and kicker. I just favor Marina. She hits really hard. Uh, not that she'll finish uh, Michelle Watterson, but we've seen Michelle get finished a few times. We've seen her get head kicked uh, by Rose and then taken down. So uh, I, I I lean very slightly towards Marina, but it's it's... It's 51-49 in my mind, and Michelle is more than a game opponent. I think she has a very high chance of winning, too. 
Casey, same question. What's uh, that's a great breakdown by Jose. What do you think? Who's who's taking it home on Saturday? It is a really close matchup. I think if this fight was at straw weight, I would actually have more of a pick on fight. But I think at one twenty five, I am going up to Marina. I think uh, hmm. I think uh, she's the, she's going to be the bigger Michelle. Already is a is a relatively small straw weight. She still cuts weight to make straw weight, but now she's basically fighting at her walking weight. And Marina is a um, she's a she's a big she's a big straw weight. She's five six and uh, she cuts a lot of weight. So I think this one twenty five weight cut is going to be good for her, especially with the uh, twenty uh, five minute fight. And um, I expect um, Marina to win a an exciting but clear cut decision. Uh, well, let's make it a clean sweep. I'm also leaning towards Marina. Uh, I do think that I, I am glad this fight is happening at 125. I love. I think it's the best of both fighters. Again, I wish I wish some of the other fights uh, on the other on the other card had taken place at a higher class because uh, Gillespie and uh, Fajeda is also, I think, somewhat short notice. I think less than a month's notice. So that kind of been mm-hmm. a, like a 165 catch. You know what I mean? So, uh, by the way, I'm glad that this you know, got this way from Marina and uh, from Michelle Watterson. So, uh, but yeah, I'm going the same way. I do think it'll be a decision. So kind of what we were saying before, I don't know how much of a statement will be made on Saturday, but I do think Rodriguez uh, keeps herself right right in line for a top five opponent. And then and then we'll see uh, if she actually gets a title shot after that. But it, it really could go either way. It's such a tough fight. Uh, again, you have, like you said, someone who's uh, uh, Michelle, who's fought so her level of competition is just a notch higher than that of Marina. And then you have Marina, who, again, is really skilled and sort of on the come up. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll lean towards Marina as well. I think it's I think it's the uh, the safe pick. I believe she's a, a two to one favorite, something minus minus two fifteen, something like that. So uh, last time I checked the odds. So, yeah, uh, uh, the smart money is on Marina Rodriguez right now. Uh, well, let's not touch upon the Coleman guys. Like we said, <laughs> there's not a lot we can say about it because it was thrown together. I think it was announced only shortly before uh, Rodriguez and Watterson. So uh, Donald Cerrone, Alex Morano, it's not the kind of cool, uh, you know, sentimental storyline battle we thought we'd see with Cerrone and Diego Sanchez, two of the UFC's lifers. Instead, we have Cowboy, who will fight anybody, taking on, uh, you know, Morano, uh, certainly a tough uh, welterweight, but a guy who's still kind of looking for that signature win. Uh, how do you guys feel about this matchup? Casey, you first. Uh, it's a fight. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think yep, it really means. Accurate. I don't think it means. This fight accurate. doesn't really mean very much um, <laughs> in terms of divisional rankings. Uh, being short notice, especially, I don't think there's very much we can take from it. I think if if Cowboy wins big, then you know people are gonna be like, ah, oh, Cowboy's back. You know, he. This is what was this motivated Cowboy? What was this like? I don't know. I, I saw some quotes. Sure. I don't Cowboy. know. <laughs> you know, he's just like, I don't know. Um, I, I'm just, I don't really care. To, I, I like Alex Moreno, I like Alex Moreno, but, um, uh, I like his personality. I think I, 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 I appreciate that he's this hype on a card. I think, I think he's a good personality. He's an exciting fighter, but, um, it's, it's a fight, it's, you know, it's, 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 it is it's, a fight. It's, it's, it's a good matchup. I don't, I don't know how either guy, I don't know how Cowboy is. I mean, I'm not sure how washed he is or you knows Cowboy. Is he back? You know, I don't know. Is he eating his little P3, you know? protein supplements you know the snackables for adults and atvs i don't know but um i i got no i got no i, I can't even bs my way through this fight yeah it's cool <laughs> no i think you just did so that's that's, yeah. that's a good job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i'll let me i'll kind of a little more guidance for i mean i know jose could have done the same thing but i'll give him a little more guidance in this follow-up uh does a loss mean anything to Cerrone jose so this will be he's lost four straight 
the Nico Price fight. What was the oh, originally no a draw? So that just overturned. Draw, no contest. Now, now it's a no yeah. contest. Yeah. So winless, winless in his past five. If he loses, obviously, I'll do the math for you. Winless in his past six. Uh, d- d- does this affect? Cowboy at all, his standing with the company. Uh, if, if he, uh, let's say it's convincing loss. Let's say it's a lopsided decision or a knockout loss. What do you think? Jose? Can that affect him in any way? Uh, I mean, it's going to affect when he comes back, but I don't think it's going to affect him being a UFC fighter. Maybe one more loss after that. Well, again, we said it for the main event. It would really depend on how he loses. Like Because I, a lot of people think that Anthony Pettis fight could have gone down Cerrone's way. I personally don't, but there was that eye poke. Uh, that the referee missed that very clearly affected the fight. Like, I don't care what, if, if you, if you don't remember that fight, go watch it. There's no way Cowboy wasn't hampered by that eye poke. Even Anthony Pettis at the end was like, yeah, shit, I definitely poked him in the eye. I definitely <laughs> won that fight. So, uh, yeah, I don't, and, and who did he lose to before Anthony Pettis? Tony Ferguson, Justin Gage, and Conor McGregor. He himself yeah. said he wasn't, his, he wasn't mentally there for Conor. Uh, Tony Ferguson, uh, he blew his eye. Remember, that wasn't, that was a TKO. My doctor stopped because he oh, blew yeah. his nose and his eye blew up. And then the Justin Gagey one, that was just a, that that was a fair and square. No tomfoolery whatsoever. He he just got stopped badly. So uh I, I'm not quite ready to say that Donald Cerrone needs to hang it up. Uh because his his loss to Tony had some weird things. He was obviously clearly on his way to losing that fight in the three-round fight. Uh, but he wasn't out of it until he blew his nose. Justin Gaethje, that was what Justin Gaethje was on a three-fight knockout streak after that. The Connor fight, he wasn't mentally there, and Connor probably beats everyone outside of like the top two fighters at lightweight, maybe top three fighters. And then Anthony Pettis had some tomfoolery, and then the Nico Price was very exciting, and I don't think he was out of it. And he actually said in that fight, if you go watch, if you go back and watch our videos uh, after this, because that was one of the fights I was there, he said he was mentally there, and he said he remembers the moment in the fight where. In the past, when he was in trouble, he would mentally fade and he would just kind of his body would kind of and mind kind of give up on him in there. And he said that he remembers the moment where he had a conversation with himself in the octagon and he was like, don't bitch out again. Don't do that again. And if you watch that fight, he actually does fight back and he does claw his way back to the draw because while it is a no contest and he didn't get stopped, it was a draw like the, the ref because of the accidental eye pokes and so that. So more eye pokes named at Donald Cerrone. So uh, yeah, I don't think Donald Cerrone is quite as done as everyone thinks he is. And I do favor him against Alex Marone. Alex Marone is of course coming off that lost Anthony Pettison for everything. I said that a lot of people think there was some weirdness. Maybe Donald Cerrone beat Anthony Pettis in Jacksonville. Anthony Pettis 100% Alex Mar- beat Alex Morono in their last fight. I think that was the uh, Wonder Boy Jeff Neal fight. I think that was the last card of 2020. Before that, Alex Morono beat Reese McKee, who I think is a natural lightweight, who kind of made his debut in the UFC against Hamza Shamayev, uh, which obviously didn't work <laughs> out for him. And then before that, he had a real short notice fight against the debut in Chaos Williams and Chaos Williams. That's when people thought after that fight, people really thought Chaos Williams was going to be this really big deal. And then, of course, we saw what happened against Michelle Pereira. He still could be. Yeah, I'm um, not yeah. quite sold on it yet he's he's good but he got a, to, a, a stoppage win over a guy who was he who wasn't preparing for this opponent and then he fought um forgetting his name he he had come back from a long layoff uh and he lost on fight out chaos williams knocked a guy out who oh. his whole game plan is to run forward and that's he ran into chaos williams so two back-to-back oh, wins um, for chaos um, williams. alazan abdul yeah, Al yeah. So like oh, yeah. there were two back-to-back stoppage wins for Chaos Williams that honestly led to more questions for me. And then we saw what happened when an opponent had a full camp that wasn't just going to run in on Chaos and Michelle Pereira. And Michelle Pereira's won that. He, like I don't want to say easily, but no one's arguing that he he 
he won he didn't win that fight. So uh Castellani yeah. was great, but there's still questions I have for Alex Morona. So but I still favor uh Donald Cerrone. He seems to do well with and like also like the size of Alex Morono. He's not the biggest welterweight. Mm-hmm. And he's not the strongest welterweight. I just think Donald Cerrone historically does pretty well in those ty- in those type of matchups. One quick yeah. thing, I, I, I kind of a big factor but, I forgot is um this has been a relatively long break for Donald Cerrone. He hasn't fought since uh, September, right? September yeah, of last yeah. Year. That yes. was the that right. was the last card um, before the five week trip to uh, Fight Island. Yeah, so <laughs> because uh, I remember they, that fight ended, and I went straight right to the airport. Yeah, like like the Pettis, McGregor, Gaethje, Ferguson losses all came within like I think handful of months. Yeah, a little over a year and a, a year and a half. That's I mean, yep. that's lots of beatings to take. And yep. Uh, and, Maybe remind me in the history of this. Um, why did the Tony Ferguson Cowboy fight? Cowboy fought just a month before that against. He fought a five round main event against Ally Quinto. Why was that fight even booked? I'm I'm just kind of um, trying to remember. That's because there there was uh, that was in Chicago if I remember correctly. They just needed they wanted yeah. to add something to it. Uh, if I because the that was not that because that was the co main event and I think before that. Oh. The, the co-main of the I can't remember what the co-main event was, but I, it was one of those things where they just threw it on because oh no the co-main event was Valentina Jessica I right yeah if I remember yeah mm, so yeah. I think I think they just wanted another big name on it honestly yeah they yeah. just wanted to draw yeah, eyeballs yeah, that's just I, I, so I'm just looking at that now I'm like that's kind of weird he fought yeah he beat Ally Kenta and then a month later if you, going if back you look at, down to 55 and finding Tony Ferguson that just seems kind of I yeah, mean, I'm sure. And if you look, yeah, go on. If you look at that card, his, like now, I think at the time it had like the most ranked fighters on a card because like like Jan Jonan Angela Hill was on the like the fight past prelims, and like Calvin Cater was on the prelims, Alexa Grasso, Aljamain oh, Munoz. Now, yeah. There was like there were like three number one or supposed number one contender fights on that card. Uh, Tatiana, that was Tatiana Suarez's last fight. That was Nina's last fight yeah. before her. She had her baby, so I just think they. Chikagian and Calderwood opened the card. Right, those yeah. weren't like yeah. big money draws in 2019. So I just think mm-hmm. they wanted to add something to it. You're, you know, one thing you, you mentioned, Jose, is it's so hard. It's so difficult to gauge what Cerrone you're gonna get. Like I said, when he's mentally keyed in. It's it, like he's one of the guys you can believe. You know, some fighters say it, but it's true. You you can notice a difference when he said when there's fights where he says, "Yes, I was definitely keyed in for this fight. I wasn't for this fight." I mean, again, maybe it's you know hindsight's twenty twenty, but I do believe there is some truth to it. And I think he's been around long enough where it is those little mental uh, edges and those little you know mental tricks that he plays in himself that can make the difference. Because again, he's uh, I mean, he is what he is as a, as a physical product as a, from a skill set standpoint. So it really is just a lot in his head now. He just turned thirty eight in March, so uh, he's, he's certainly getting up there in age. And and he's but and yet he's still so mileage co- on him. A lot of yeah, mileage on five years. Yeah, he's like yeah. in five years, he's like fifty. Well, yeah. he literally is fifty three pro fights. Yeah. Uh, but he's still so com- again outside of a couple of those blows. Again, the McGregor fight, of course, the Gaethje fight. He's still so competitive. You know what I mean? So that's that's why it's hard to pick against him. But I know Jose. So you are picking uh, Cerrone. Do you think decision or Cerrone. finish? Decision or finish. I, if it's going to be a finish, I would. I think it'll be one of those submissions. Uh, but I, I, three rounds, I just think Cowboy pulls it out. I submission. just think he, oh. he's also been in camp this whole time, so I, I, sure. I just think Cowboy. It's either submission or decision for Cowboy. And uh, Casey, I'm going to need you to BS a little bit more. What is your pick for this fight? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Moreno. Uh, oh, this is uh, the solid decision victory. He's just going to. He's going to. He's going to outwork wow. Cowboy. It doesn't matter how. To me, Cowboy is just. Um, you know, uh, I just don't. 
70 is in his weight class. Um, yep. And um, I mean, have, the big break is good for him, but I don't think it's a mental thing at all for him. I think now it's just, can his body, you know, just, yeah. is he, is his body durable enough to, to hang with, you know, high level fighters. And I, and I, and I don't, I don't think Morono is a, a level Walter weight, but he's a solid B minus Walter. He's a solid test. And um, I, I thought the Cowboy Sanchez fight was a great fight for both of these guys. I think this is mm-hmm. unless Moreno just doesn't is he's just not in shape or he wasn't training. I'm assuming I'm this is under the assumption we're getting uh you know the best Moreno Moreno. So uh I'm picking Moreno. Wow. Moreno okay, doesn't I, have a TK like Moreno doesn't have like I think a actual like referee pulls him off. TKO right. or knockout win in the UFC, right? Because if Zach Otto win, like Zach tapped to strikes, right? If I remember correctly. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down, and new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Like the rep, like it's, it was it was a TKO, but it was like a submission. It was like a submission of strikes, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's more of a war of attrition guy. I yeah. think that's fair yeah. to say about sort of Morano, oh, yeah. his style, right? That, yeah. that Reese McKee fight was a lot of fun to watch. It obviously was kind he's of had some, he's had some very entertaining fights. Yeah, he, it's, it was kind of lost in the shuffle, but that Reese McKee fight was fun. I wanted Reese McKee after I, that because that, that was kind of the fight that after, after that Reese McKee lost. I'm like, oh, I, like it's a, it's a, he didn't get a fair shake against Hamzat, and then he has to go. I wanted to see oh him drop gosh. back to lightweight, and they didn't give him a shot. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know who he made, who, who who he made mad, but Reese McKee had a very very rough UFC run. <laughs> why was Morono? Do you remember why was Morono and Nico Price in no contest? 
Rono Nico Price. Oh yeah, because uh, um, someone was smoking the someone was smoking the weeds. I, I again again Nico again. I think it was Nico. No, this was. If I remember correctly. No, I think it yes, was Nico. It was Price Nico. Was, so they both yeah. had was that a knockout? Was that that was a knockout loss? Right, smoking the weeds. Who got knocked he out? He was originally Nico, knocked out. Uh, knock, Morano was, uh, was originally knocked out. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That was, on the that, was, that was in Houston. I was at that, I was at that yeah. fight. I remember now. That was a crazy fight. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 didn't realize, weeds, no, I didn't realize I got overturned. Uh, I'm also good, good I'm him. also leaning towards I'm also leaning towards Cerrone by decision. Before we get, guys, to our sleeper, we got to move on to a sleeper pick at some point. There's some good options here. Before we do that, though, let me get your quick pick for... Neil on Neil, guys. Who who will be the superior Neil on Saturday? Casey, you first. Oh, that's easy, Neil. Okay, great, excellent, Jose. Uh, Neil Magny. Neil Magny. Yeah, I think I, he's. I, do, I, do I think, think Neil yeah. Magny has historically. Neil Magny has done pretty well against uh, hard punchers, like heavy hitters, like Lawler's yeah, yeah. Hendricks, and because uh, let's not forget, Lombard. Neil Magny also has like a short notice fight, short notice win against Kelvin Gastelum in Mexico. I think that mm-hmm. was short notice, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, I I favor I lean towards Neil Magny. He's who's Neil Magny lost to lately? Like tall, like, like who is it? Like RDA, Chiesa, Ponzinibbio. Uh, I think he got pieced up by Lorenz Larkin, if I remember correctly. But he himself oh, yeah. said he did not. He did not. He, he kind of built in his head like Lorenz Larkin has nothing for me, and Lorenz Larkin kind of beat the soul out of him um, until I think it was a TKO. I can't remember correctly, but yeah, I favor uh, Neil Magny. I uh, I'm also leaning towards Magny. I mean, I think just the more experienced fighter. Like I said, he he only loses to a certain body type, and also I think more experienced opponents. I see he's a 29, 28 Jeff Neal in the comments. I see someone just shouting Neil Neil N E I L, which I believe is an official pick for Neil Magny. So I'll lean towards. Mm-hmm. But you know what the beauty of this is, guys? We don't have to talk about it. We we will find we will find out who is the better. The speculation is over of who is the better Neil at one the better welterweight Neil. We'll find out tomorrow. That's why I'm so thrilled. I wish Mike was here to enjoy with me. I know he's also well. We're all jazzed about it. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys. What's are here the to stipulation? Well. What happens? What happens to the Neil I, that I, loses? I think it's just. I think it's just a gentleman's. You know, gentleman's Neil. No. Their, name, their name is officially <laughs> changed to Ned. Their name is officially changed to Ned. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be it'd be Ned Magny or Jeff Ned. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. No. I mean, if if Jeff Neil wins, I mean, I mean, Ned Magny is like a high level gate, gatekeeper at this point. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ned, Ned Magny lo- sounds better than Jeff Ned. Jeff Ned sounds losing, better. The losing deal has to spell the name the other one spells it. The way the other I, one that, it. That is, a, sir, that is a stipulation. I will do there that. We, we, will, we will at least do that in May Fighting. I feel like we should have fished any, any mention of them. Yes, we'll be going. <laughs> Typos be damned. It's going to drive writers crazy. But do, yeah, do I we, love that. Do, All we, right. do we think Jeff Nell is going to improve or learn anything from his his lost to Wonder Boy? Oh, is this going to be the same guy? <sighs> No, I every it seems like everyone that that uh, Wonder Boy beats <laughs> learned something. I I think it's like, just so did, frustrating. Like, I don't know. If there's anything you can beat, take away from that. He's just so different than other people, other fighters. You know. Yeah, but like historically, who were his last few wins? Like J- Jeff Neal, who we TBD. Vicente Luque has looked pretty impressive since losing to Wonder Boy, and then we all know what happened after he beat Jorge Masvidal. So I think those were his last few wins, right? If I remember correctly, and then he's lost to what Till Woodley and Pettis. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, Roy McDonald won the Bellator championship after losing to Wonderboy. Uh, I'm just seeing, sorry, <laughs> Jeremiah K now says, loser changes their name to uh, Niall. Shout out to uh, now, now, now McGrath. Uh, <laughs> Who? Niall. Oh, that's horrible. 
you know, you're you're a good friend. Oh, okay, that dancing raisin. You, you love that. You lo- you love that guy. So, uh, so I, I, I'll get to more reader comments and questions in a second. But of course, guys, let's go sleeper pick. Uh, you can I, really any fight. Again, I, th- this card is kind of one of those cards is kind of being overlooked a bit. Again, understandably, people weren't even sure there was going to be one until Monday. What's the uh, sleeper, uh, Jose? I'll go back to you first. Um. I was like watching what? Christian Aguilar. Hold on, hold on. Jose, you had, and you had to pick one. You had to pick one. You had to pick one. I, I uh, now, now that I'm hosting the show, I will I will say you are an incredible analyst, but you do have but you do have a habit. I'm calling you out. You do have a habit of when we ask for a sleeper, you name every fight on the card. So today no, I, I as pick host, fighters. Now that the one, no, I, I don't know, pick fights. I pick fighters. And I and lucky <laughs> I don't know, for you. I don't know. Okay. Lucky for you, my answer Please. answers both of these. I'm very excited Amazing. to watch Christian Aguilera kick off the card. I've watched him a ton uh, in LFA mm. when in this in the obviously the regional scene. I interviewed him before his UFC debut, and he was one of those fighters that uh, it felt like every for a while every fight he was in, uh, it would be like, well, if you win this, you get in the UFC, and then he would kind of stumble. Yeah. Like he lost to uh, David Mashad. He's lost to I think I can't remember all of them. I just remember David Mashad fight he lost, but uh, it always like one more, and then he finally gets in the UFC. He gets that big TKO right away, uh, and then he runs into Sean Brady, and everyone is losing to Sean Brady uh, at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much looking forward to him. And then Carlson Harris, I believe, is making his UFC debut. Uh, so that is a fun fight, and it kicks off the card. I think it's a fun fight to kick off the card. I think he kicked off his Christian Aguilera kicked off the card. He got that like I think it was like a 50 second knockout in his UFC debut, but then that was the card. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, Yes, that was the I Calvillo card where everyone was like, this card sucks. And then it was like the first three (laughs) fights all had like sub minute knockouts. I think that was when (laughs) Julia Vila got one too, like right out of the gate. So yeah, Christian Aguilera and uh, Carlson Harris should be fun. But I hope, and I hope everyone watches it. That is an excellent deep cut. I think Christian Aguilera was also the guy who I once saw throw a, a Showtime hammer fist, uh, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. He's a very, very creative guy, very creative striker. Uh, Casey, give me your, give me your sleeper pick. Oh, uh, one, one. I heard you. I know how to follow instructions. I love his I name love, is Casey. I love rules. Juan. I love rules. Can I go? Amanda Hebas and, versus and go Hill. Amanda, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Hebas versus okay, 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 go now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh no. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I like I like that fight a lot. Um, uh, is this Amanda Hebas' first fight since? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So no, yeah, first fight up coming off a no a bad loss. Um, yeah. So we see uh, a really good grappler with these with you know okay striking and a great striker with okay grappling and um <laughs> they and I, I just hope they had, like just do mad libs and just make jokes the whole time. I don't actually, I actually don't want mad to fight. Libs. <laughs> and um yeah it's it's a it's a good fight and um yeah um uh, i'm really i mean i i thought michelle waterson i mean i sorry i thought angela hill beat michelle waterson i thought she beat claudia gadella it was a very close fight when she fought um jean jean Yan. you know i mean to me michelle waterson's la- i'm sorry ah angela hill's last like real loss wasn't uh was in 2019 when she marcos? fought to marcos you yeah. know when she got finished but after that i mean she's angela hill's Freaking looked really great, and Amanda he was looked, looked really great. I think she just ran into a better fighter when she fought Rodriguez. But I love this fight, and um, I think it's the deep cut. I, I also like when the when like these this cluster of fighters kind of shakes out this way because Hebas replaced. Oh, sorry, sorry, Rodriguez replaced Waterson to fight yeah. Hebas and then beat her. So now Waterson gets to fight the fighter who replaced her, 
And then uh, Watterson also beat Angela Hill. So then Angela Hill kind of goes in this other bracket where she can go by Hebus. I, I like when things shake out that way. It's very logical for everyone. Uh, and it creates these fun matchups and, and matchups that, uh, that help people. So I'm going to lean towards uh, Featherweight. I, li- I like this Ludovic klein Trezano oh. matchup for a couple of reasons. It was nice to see Klein make weight. It's unfortunate. You know, he had a great, great debut. It does suck. He missed weight, which kind of uh, kind of put a blemish in this highly real knockout he had. And then uh, Trezano, I'm just happy. He's his first time fighting, I think, in almost two years. Uh, he's just had yep. some bad luck. He's a former Ultimate Fighter winner uh, and a talented guy. He just hasn't been able to get in the cage. I think it was an ankle injury that knocked him out of his last his last uh, booking. So fingers crossed. Everything I know, you know, as Jose always says, this card is intact until you know until it isn't until <laughs> until they get into the cage. So hopefully everything goes well for him. We didn't even mention Greg, oh, we did mention briefly Gregor Gillespie. Thank goodness that fight is back. You know he uh, he was supposed to fight Riddell, right? Yep. And then uh, and that and Riddell that got, got the Rona. Oh. Oh, and then Greg Gillespie had to wait again. So that's exciting. But, I don't think it uh, was yes. Riddell. I don't think Riddell got the Rona. I thought someone around him got the Rona. Or his camp. His, his camp. team. Yeah. His camp got yeah. his camp got the Rona. Because right? oh. he was involved. He was training or there oh, with Volkanovski and that whole, yeah. Um, yeah, the whole Australian crew. So, also, I just but, want to say the load of decline when he missed his missed weight on Fight Island was also very last minute. And that was yeah, one, that was, was when Izzy went on that rant after he won about how fighters should. Uh, Get like they should give all their paychecks to the fighter or something like that. Remember? Oh like yeah, more, yeah. He was more fur- of a fine, furious, yeah. furious. Because well, he, uh, he, you know, he knocked out his, his out his teammate. teammate. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh yeah, but, you're, uh, but, but, yeah. but yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, you, you guys for great matchups, great low key fights. But in terms of just watching Klein, I'm, I'm happy he's back. And that because yeah, I, I do remember his fight. Now I was like, whoo, dude. Uh, if you look at his, I, what is he like? <laughs> he's like seventeen and two, seventeen three, and he has like look at his. Yeah, he has a ton his, of two, head kicks, his two wins before the UFC were head kicks. Yeah, and they were just and nasty, his, nasty. And head. then his debut was a head kick knockout. Like, well, it was a TKO yeah. that like started with yeah, the head. It was, kick. it was a head kick knockout. Right. Yeah, yeah no, he's he's he's. I'm glad. I'm glad he made he made the weight. So who's what's he who's real, Trezano's really last fight? Oh, I got to look this up. He was booked no last someone, and then he got he had he got an injury that last. I want to see if you can get. I was he lost. I want to see if you can guess. He lost. a very good. I know he beat Joe G. Uh, Correct. In, the, in his debut to win the tough finale, I was in 2018. And then I know he beat Lu, I know he beat Luis Pena in Denver. Correct. Denver. Casey and I were at yes. that one. And I know, and, lost. and by de- by default, because I know they were matched up, it's got to be Grant Dawson. Yes, but I don't correct. remember lost, which yeah. card it was on. It doesn't matter. A blue chipper in Grant Dawson. Well, I guess he's now a lightweight. But <laughs> who? Which card was, was a blue that? I don't know what card. Uh, it was. You want, know, you want know the I card? Have. I can tell you the card. Uh, Dos Anjos Lee. Um, Rochester. Uh, where? Wow. Yeah, Rochester. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the one Megan Anderson got well, that. Oh yeah, Felicia. Well, I do not know how you remember any of this stuff, but uh, Casey, I know we probably have a full show already. Is there a couple of questions you want yeah, to squeeze yeah. in there? Yeah. Questions or comments from the uh, from the from listeners? Oh, I also listeners expect a here. breakout performance from Phil Hawes tonight. Hmm. Hey, you're big on the Hawes train. You always have been. And you, what are you, whatever the opposite of no, no, Hoss training, no, that's no, who you no, are. Don't, start, don't start. Do not get me, do not get me another ma- nasty message from Phil Haas' brother, please. No, <laughs> I, I have so much respect for Phil Haas. I just, I just said he took a long winding road to the UFC. That's, that's he to did. his that is benefit. True. That's to his benefit. That is true. All right. That's a no, compliment. His no, no, I remember, I remember at the end of, at the end of 2020, we did some show where like, who's going to be the breakout fighter or whatever. And I remember I was like my long shot breakout fighter of 2020. 21 was going to be Phil Haas. So let's see if it, okay. his last performance was, you know, he gets tired, but if he wins in the first 30 mm-hmm. seconds, we'll, we'll, we'll be like, yeah, Phil Haas. Mm-hmm. Questions, mm-hmm. questions. What do we got? I saw a few, but I, I didn't Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. We're getting spammers. 
Bam. Yeah, I blocked. I got rid of one of them. Game blocking. He's, do you see that? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you if you check it out, I right, should be gone. Um, it should be gone. I got it right on, go. on YouTube. Go. I got it right on YouTube. Oh, that's too small. Hold on. <laughs> Will. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, look, we, we we sort of discussed this earlier. Thank you for the question, Galactus MMA. Will Cowboy be cut after he loses again? Well, let, let's just answer it quickly. I'll say, I'll, I mean, no. Jose? Uh, I would say no, uh, especially depending on how... It, well, worst case scenario, he just gets like crushed in like four seconds, then maybe, but I think Dana might have a conversation with him because... Uh, but no. Cowboy's one of those guys that'll fight on like 24 hours notice and for a lot less money than most fighters will, you know? Like that's why kind of Nate Diaz kind of threw him under the bus a few years ago, where Cowboy was taking all these fights, and Nate's like, "He's the reason we're not getting paid." Because he'll fight for whatever. So, no, the UFC will not cut Donald Cerrone. Is Cow? Is that? Is that? Oh, sorry, real quick. Is that Cowboy Cerrone still exists? The whole "I'll fight anywhere, anytime, whatever." I, I just I don't think, I think that's so. a real. I don't think it's a real thing. I think it's a myth now. He could have not taken the Morano fight. Yeah, theoretically, but th- right? yeah, he was he was in training camp. It wasn't just like they called him. You know, like. I, I I just think that's bad for his health. I mean, that's he, mm. that's not good for him. You know, that's why I'm really interested with the long break how he's going to do this fight. But is he going to well, cut, cut for loss if he gets just deaded by Murano? Like I think Jose said, we'll have a conversation, which probably means <laughs> uh, if Cowboy loses bad, Cowboy be one of those guys. Kind of, we'll see once every nine months for a little bit. I don't think we're going to see him. You know next week you know short note he's not gonna be a short notice guy or anything let's uh well let's spin off this question a little bit um uh, okay we i think we all agree he's probably not gonna get cut what is what will it take for him to retire like i said he just turned 38 in march this he'll be his uh this will be his 37th ufc appearance i think it's still i think is either tied with jim miller or still behind jim miller uh for the most uh, most bouts appearances in UFC history he already has the most wins at 23 do you guys think he sticks around for some round number like 40 fights or 25 wins what's going to take for him to for him to make a decision himself that i'm just i'm done competing either guy jump in for him, Someone close i think to it's going to be maybe. a doc, i think it's going to be a doctor it's going to have to hand over yeah. some cat scans hmm. to the ufc go uh uh-uh. uh I think I think that's always yeah. going to stop it from happening. That's that's a fair point because then say the UFC releases Cowboy because of that, I don't think there would be many promotions yeah, that want to yeah. give him a shot. Like, of course, they would want it because he's a popular name, but do you want to be the the promotion that <laughs> that high, that books a fight with someone that the doctor said like you know has like brain has like what brain lesions lesions? Yeah. That would yeah. be, man, that would be the end of an era, whatever that. Tri- quick trivia question for Jose. When did he make the jump from WEC to the UFC? What year? What year? Oh, uh, 2011, because he went like four and one, right? Correct. Nailed he went four in a row. He went four in a row and ran into Nate Diaz at UFC 141, Overeem versus How do you Leslie. do this? How do you do You're looking at a screen right now. You're looking, how no, do you do this? No, that was the culminating, I remember, that was the culminating <laughs> event. That's the famous when uh, Donald, like his, co- his corner was like, take him down, take him down. And someone's like, no, I'm going to beat this guy standing. And it's like, Nate Diaz just beat the crap out. <laughs> just lit him up. Yeah. For 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, you're right. Four straight wins. Paul Kelly in his debut, then Wagner Hocha, Charles Oliveira, Dennis who is, Zuber. Jose, do you remember his last, who, who he beat in his last victory in the WEC? It's a name. Oh man! It's a it's a name too. It's not, it's not just, it's not There's a no. Guy. It is it is a name. It is a name. I, if I if I give you a hint, it'll probably give it like I think it'll be too obvious for your hints. I think if I give you a hint, you'll get it in like a second. So, what is it? Canadian. He's he's Canadian. Give me a hint. He's Canadian. It's a Canadian. Canadian guy. He's cute. 
<laughs> he did not. He never made it. He did not get to the. He did not make it to the UFC when uh, he when 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 the, when the WC went over. He was not part of the uh, part of the transfer. It wasn't Jamie Varner, right? And never, that was the second was one after that. No. Yeah. And so it was on the Glendale card. Yeah, it was on Henderson Correct. Pettis. It was on the Henderson Pettis card. Yep. WEC 53. He finished him with a triangle choke in the second round. Chris Ordecky. He would later. Got it. Chris Ordecky. Wow. Triangle choke. Yeah, Amazing. Choke. I can remember that. See, yeah. but I was right. He's Canadian Amazing. and cute, right? Yeah. As soon as you said triangle, not- I was like, dang. <laughs> how do we not do a show? How have we not done a stump the, um, stump the Jose show? How has this not happened yet? I don't know. Casey, write this down. <laughs> you're, oh. you're, you don't know everything, but that's the point. People have to have a chance. You can't. <laughs> we will. Do, I you only had. Let's, let's you only had. It is a fun had game. Three losses in WEC, right? He lost to Benson twice, and then he had that weird Jamie Varner loss. Those are only three losses yeah, in WEC, the, the, right? The, the technical, correct. the technical decision, yeah, where it's yeah, where yeah. it uh, it stops stuff. Oh, the infamous Jamie Varner, such a such a scamp. Right. Uh, Casey, what do we? What else do we got? I am the king. Yes, Al Mack, you are correct. I love he's rules. Ken, he's cantankerous. Listen, my fellow Canadian Al Mac, when we when we follow the rules, everybody has fun. Okay, that's I think that's that's how I was raised, and I think that's that's that shows uh, that's shown in MMA. Uh, you follow the rules, everyone has fun. What else have we got? Ah, our boy Joseph Boza. I was wondering. Okay, Joseph Boza, is Alex Morano playing with house money since he took this fight on Monday and made one seventy successfully? Jose nodding vigorously. <laughs> Well, I mean, anytime, like I've said this a lot, anytime you do the UFC a favor, regardless of whether you win or lose, it will benefit you in the long run. Like Kamaru Usman did it a bunch, and then he ended up getting that title shot, that like much wanted title shot against Tyron Woodley. As soon as Colby kind of held out, they were called Kamaru Usman right away. Like we all said, like Habib's done it a bunch, and then obviously Habib kept like, and at the end of the day, winning is what matters the most, but it's not going to hurt you if you do the UFC a favor and you make weight, because obviously we've seen like Demarcus Johnson, I think a while ago was the one, this is the first one I could think like he took a fight on short notice and then he came in overweight in the UFC. And this is back in the Joe Silva days. Like, why did you take the fight if you knew you weren't going to make weight? And then they just cut him off the loss. So I think that was to, Oh man, who did he lose to? I can't remember. Um, but yeah. So anytime you do the UFC a favor, show up, do your job. You probably gonna get a, 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 a you're probably getting a some good money. You're probably gonna get at least one or two more shots in the UFC. Case, what do you think? Ron's playing with house money. Is there such is there such a thing when you're dealing with UFC playing with house money? If there is such a thing, this is the definition of it, pretty much. I think. <laughs> um, I mean, if if, if this was if this is Morono late notice versus basically any other welterweight, you know, regular welterweight, he's on the prelims because it's cowboy co-main event spot. It's a big opportunity for Morano, Morono, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And if, if Morono gets starched, you know, he's in the same spot. Yeah, he's got a concussion and a headache for a few months. Well, for was well, hopefully not, but <laughs> but for a while. But um, uh, yeah, this, this is this is a definition of a house money type fight for him. Yeah, and I think I think you just want to have your name in the same like you know zone as guys like because again, Anthony Pettis was by far. The biggest name he fought before that what would we say either max griffin or like josh berkman would you say is like biggest right yeah. before pettis so yeah. that's and that's another like no, no, another and, level and, about, way, yeah. and if you beat and cowboy's one of those fighters too if you beat him you remember every name that's beaten up yes. cowboy serrano yeah. you every it's single quite a one few, but still people remember yeah, yeah you remember so You're if right. alex morono can do that then either two things can happen either cowboy's done 
and it doesn't really kind of like you know after you after you beat Barrow now no him and Barrow you don't really care who beat you know, he's not the same fighter so either Morono just beats him but an old cowboy or we see Morono has like oh okay never mind he's an elite guy now and that's I'm really excited for his next fight um no I don't know how it's gonna go after the fight if Morono wins but we'll see but it's always a big deal um, beating up cowboy. Casey, while you while you dig up another question, I have to answer a comment from Jeremiah K. Again, he says he says Cerrone is unranked, 0-4 and one, and it's a short notice fight. Uh, he is not unranked, actually. Cerrone, <laughs> if you look at the official rankings, the official UFC rankings, is number fifteen in the lightweight division. I don't know why. In lightweight, he just is. He is oh. number ranked number fifteen lightweight. I, don't ask me. I, I looked this. This was I was taking my notes today, and I had to double That's check. I I I don't know. I don't. I got nothing for you. If you go to youcom slash rankings right now, you will see number fifteen. Casey, you know, coveted number fifteen spot. You're always talking yeah, about. You yeah. always say that. Okay, uh, 11, 11 to fifteen is almost as important as one to ten. He is number fifteen at one hundred and fifty-five pounds. Yeah, I, I don't, guys. I, I got this. Is you know, I got nothing. That's the thing. All right, I got a couple. That's the thing. It's, it's a it's a ranking. It's a ranking. Uh, la la la. Another one from Bo- Mr. Boza. Oh, Mr. Bozo, thank you. Uh, Marina Rodriguez versus Mel Watterson. Great main event, although the reaction on social media hasn't been that great. Why was the reaction so bad that fans want this card to be axed not ha- and not, slash not happen? Uh, I don't think – I'll just jump in first and I'll just say I don't think it's that it was because of this main event that fans didn't want the card to happen. That is that is not the chronology of events. It was it was the fact that they weren't sure this fight was that this fight was happening that people thought the card was going to be canceled. No, I don't know. I, maybe I haven't been looking up enough of the reaction after. I do remember, I remember I spoke to, I spoke to Michelle this week and she mentioned how, and I remember this distinctly when her and Angela Hill were bumped up to a main event, uh, the people were like, oh gosh, like, and it would be, and they gave made him fight two extra rounds. It was like an official five round main event, you know, it was bumped up on, on short notice and people were complaining then. That fight, I think was one of the best five round fights of, of 2020. Uh, I thought that fight was excellent. And I think this fight is going to be great as well. So, uh, again, I don't know how negative the reaction has been. Um, it could be the usual people who gripe about, uh, you know, women's MMA, no matter what's going to happen. And those people should just be ignored anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think there was ever anyone saying that, oh, the card should just be asked if they're the main event. I think it was like, it was just people wondering, why is the UFC not announced this yet? And is there not going to be a show? But again, I, I haven't been reading it. Am I, am I off base in this, guys? Have you seen reactions? People saying that they're going to... I don't see, I don't seek out or respond to... <laughs> People complaining about things on Twitter or YouTube or yeah. Facebook, so I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> That's like, I've, yeah, I've seen yeah. I've seen lots of neg- negative feedback on this, and um, mm. I I disagreed with it all. Yeah, this is yes, mm. this this isn't the main event we wanted, but it's a fine main event for short short notice. I mean, it was the return of TJ Dillashaw, you know, so that was a big deal. You know, it was a number one contender fight. It was, and, and it was a true mm-hmm. number one contender fight, not like kind of like, well, whoever impresses me might fight for the title next. Yeah, I'm getting really good at my Dana impression, by the way. I think I, I think thought the main it was event, him. I thought I you think, were playing a clip. Yes. <laughs> I think the UFC, I think TJ Co- Sanhagen, like we all want, like I obviously I want to see see it happen tomorrow, but it might be a blessing in disguise if the Bantamweight title is kind of tied up for a bit with Aljamain still recovering. Yeah, look, that that is the bummer. Uh, and, and what we've kind of been dancing around for most of this preview show is like what we got is what we had, you know, again, what it was hyped up to be. Because the top two fights were, were killer. You know, again, Dillashaw's return, Sanhagen maybe getting to add that name to the list, become the 
defense, like the for sure number one contender, continue his his start, his uh, his climb to the top. And then Cerrone and Sanchez was such a great again veterans matchup. What a great way to send Diego off, and it became something so sour and so rotten with this. Uh, that's all this uh, storyline with his stupid, stupid uh, coach friend, whatever you want to call him. Um, so I don't want. I, I hate to end on a negative note, but I do think we're you we're did. about near the end here. Yeah. I know, just just like with the between the between the links. Yeah, no, no, let's get another question. No, yeah, but yeah, I would have to end on that. What yeah. last question? But let's make this the last question and on a high note. Um, not a question, but just question we'll, comments. We'll, yeah, Zapdos height for Sergio. Pe- Absolutely. Uh, well, that, there's a note we can end on. Of course, UFC Vegas 26 tomorrow. I believe starting at 6 p.m. now with the two cancellations on ESPN Plus. Main card 8 p.m. on ESPN and ESPN Plus. Up in Canada, we'll be on one of the TSNs. So for my Canadian homies, you guys got to figure that out. There's five of them. Um, but yeah, Sergio Pettis fighting Juan Archuleta in the main event of Bellator 258 tonight. That card might be going on now. I as of this. Oh, not as, as of as this, of this recording. Yes. Yeah, because a lot we get a lot of people that listen to this on the podcast network or watch the replay. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you that are watching tomorrow morning, <laughs> Saturday Saturday morning, this that fight. What a fight that was! What a well, let's what <laughs> man, that, don't man, say that, that AK. Is, AK, is, AK don't say what a fight that was. The ha- fight has there is no way yet. this one is going to the judges. This is, <laughs> this is for no. This is for we gotta we gotta pretend that we, we we this is released tomorrow. Wow! Did you say the predicament he or she got himself into that night? Man, I can't believe Augusto did that to Rumble. That was crazy. I, that that is one thing I would not have predicted. Let me tell you something. So there you go. This, so uh, for you guys listening on the Saturday, here you go. That was your uh, there's your Bell Tour 58 recap. Spoiler, um, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> but no, I know a lot of us. Want, people are watching live. Yes, that show is. I believe the prelims happening now. The uh, main card does not start till 8 p.m. So you guys have plenty of time to either enjoy the prelims or or uh, go do some other things. But thank you guys for joining us. We had a lot of great action. PFL was wild. I almost we could have talked about. PFL. Oh, those speed strikes. Those strikes is the speed of them. (laughs) I heard someone hit 30 Canelo hour. Canelo round seven. Let him know. Canelo round seven TKO to unify four world titles on uh, Saturday night. Four super middleweight titles. Why do people watch boxing? That ring's too big. But uh, it's too small. I don't know whatever. Thank you, everyone. Keep up with all of our coverage, especially Bell Tour 258. Mike will hopefully be back uh, hosting the next time we do your preview show. Uh, But thank you for letting me do it today, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, I guess we might do a Q&A tomorrow. Yes. Yep. Oh, pre- Oh, sorry. Two, I look at my two part. 2.30 Pacific, whatever. 5.30 Eastern. Pre-fight Q&A. Mike will, I believe, will be with us. He'll be I, here. I don't know. If it will. Mike will be here. Uh, so join us. UC Vegas 26 pre-fight show tomorrow before uh, before the show starts. Bye. AK, you did a great job. <laughs> that was smooth. He did He did okay. I mean, it is that was his birthday. No, I'm, I'm just going to say whatever, yeah, whatever makes him feel better. That's true. It's no way. It's not. It's not my birthday. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.